Welcome to the Mark Steri Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Steri, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Steri, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you got an extra buck or two lying around and would like to be a patron of this podcast, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Music Podcast. Also consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by David Letterman. My greatest fear in life is being dull. You can be great, you can be awful, but just don't bother being dull. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Mark Steri Music Podcast. Enjoy! Back to the Mark Steri Music Podcast, episode 69. Thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you this week on a beautiful Sunday night here in St. Paul, Minnesota, as Super Bowl 51 is winding down. Not into either of these teams, but I thought the Lady Gaga halftime show was spectacular. I can't imagine how much work and rehearsal goes into a production like that. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Congrats to diehard Neil Diamond fan Shelly for winning her second entry into the spring Vegas trip drawing. Thursday, Brian Johnson and myself rocked out at Lucky's 13 in Burnsville, Minnesota. Great to see New Jack Clyde and Tammy jamming out with us. Was fun dusting off our old favorite Clyde Often requests by Freddie King going down. Friday, I played a solo show at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. Had a sweet older woman come up to me after the show and say, Thanks for playing White Snake. Saturday, Brian K. Johnson and myself loaded up the old Yukon and rambled on up to Breezy Point, Minnesota to jam the night away at JJ's Pub. Another long but fun night playing and DJing from 5 to 11.30 p.m. Brian Johnson's famous Dr. McGillicuddy quote, It'll cure what ails ya did not do him any good whatsoever. Upcoming shows. Thursday, February 9th, 2017, Brian K. Johnson and myself will be rocking out at Lucky's 13 in Plymouth, Minnesota from 5 to 7 p.m. Friday, February 10th, I'll be playing a solo show at Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Saturday, February 11th, Brian K. Johnson and myself will be rocking out at the new Lucky's 13 in Roseville, Minnesota from 9 to 12 a.m. Guest this week is part three of three with keyboardist and multi-instrumentalist of the popular indie rock band Tapes and Tapes, Matthew Kretzman. 
We discuss performing on David Letterman, taking the stage at Coachella, Danny DeVito, upcoming projects, etc. Enjoy the conversation. All right, Mr. Matthew Kretzman. Welcome back to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast, part three. We're still here at Matt's beautiful Cape Cod home in Minneapolis. <laughs> still snowing outside. We made it to part three. It's been a ton of fun. We've been talking about tapes and tapes, uh, chopping it up about their music videos, about some of their touring stuff, the, over, the overseas stuff, kind of the story of the band, etc. I want to ask a couple specific things uh, this last episode about stuff that I'm just, just happy to be curious about. Yeah. Um, can you tell us about playing Coachella? Coachella, yeah, that was a fun one. That's, you know, out in the desert in California. And, like, I mean, of course, the weather is is hot. Um, but um, it's one of those that um, that you want to play, you know. So I remember we, we had a bus for that tour, so that was kind of nice, except um, our bus, there's something about, like, how you couldn't run the generator too much because uh, it was, like, too hot so the bus would overheat kind of thing so we were um kind of sweating it out in the in the bus there as much as people glamorize kind of that that life um but yeah we uh we played we played a pretty big tent there um i don't know how many people they get into those tents but i'm guessing it's probably about five thousand people or something like that a lot of people um we played the same uh kind of stage as the black keys so remember you get nervous at shows like that you know uh it's weird like not really um I, I got most nervous for like our first shows ever, you know, like, so it'd be like, you know, of course we played like the cave at Carlton or something like that. And it's like, I felt more nervous for that than I did for those big shows, you know? Cause it's like once, you know, we had, we just played enough shows. We did Coachella in 2007 and it's just like, we just played enough shows. It's just kind of like, I don't know. You just you technical difficulties happen or different things like that, and it's just like, eh, you just <laughs> it's fine, you know. Like yeah. things just it just rolls, you know. So how long a set were you guys playing at that those kind of events? Uh, we're usually just about forty five minutes, you know. Yeah. So did you guys do any? Is all original stuff? You guys ever do any cover yeah. songs? Work any of those in? Mm, no, we actually didn't do any cover songs. We did. We maybe did like on our first tour or something like that, just kind of because we didn't have a ton of songs. But even when we just had the record or record and a half kind of thing, we just we just punished that set list, you know, over and <laughs> over and over. What were you covering? Can you remember? Uh, I I don't even remember. I think we actually did. We covered uh, "Gouge Away" by the Pixies. <laughs> You know, again, that was probably like three times or something like that <laughs> that we ever did it like live. Um, 
but yeah, we yeah we pretty much stuck to stuck to our stuff, and and you know at that point too, it was just like we it was like a a game not a, you know not a game game, but like it was like the goal was basically to to make things as tight as possible, you know. So you know, there's kind of something comforting about you know having your set list and kind of maximizing musical moments and uh you know song to song kind of transitions you know so that was what we got got down on very cool i've uh just played like moon dance and little stuff like that but but uh so you're pulling up to coachella yeah so how does that do you have a, like a like the hotels you staying in the tent like like staying in tents or what are you guys all doing you pull up is it the whole rock star treatment or something like that um i mean they had a pretty big you know vip area you know where do you set up your own gear at something like that yeah 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 i mean we had a sound guy and everything so but we always kind of liked taking care of our stuff you know like i mean yeah some shows we would have our our crew kind of like set up the back line or whatever and get it mostly ready but i mean we you know we were never like that diva that we didn't handle our own stuff you know um but yeah, no, I mean, so yeah, we did, we stayed, like I said, we stayed in kind of that parking area with like the bus, you know, yeah. with all the other buses, you know, and I remember, yeah, yeah, I mean, we got to, you know, meet some some other nice guys, nice musicians, you know, like uh, Ed from Grizzly Bear and um, the guys from Black Keys, you know, and then of course Coachella is just like crawling with hollywood kind of people you know so like danny devito and like danny devito <laughs> he was there yeah it's like you can't mistake danny devito you know he's four foot eleven you know and... want to drop some acid with me what you're dropping acid hmm what's stop baby <laughs> uh okay well no thank you uh i believe that would have the complete opposite effect of relaxation for me well i'm gonna trip balls i don't know but it's it's fun, you know. I mean, it's like the festival stuff is like it's it's for the fans, you know. It's not it, and I'm not saying like our fans, but it's for people that want to see a lot of bands, you know. And uh, you know, as a musician, it's kind of like hate to say it. I mean, it's it's not like every other show because there's a lot more people there, you know. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I don't. And, and it's like it's not to diminish that because it, it it they were great experiences. Lollapalooza was a lot of fun. Like we had a great amount of people to that, you know, too. So, but yeah, it's you know, but and and then you know we got to see some other. You get to go around and see some other acts too, and kind of be a fan too, and get to see um, other bands, you know. So, yeah, super interesting. Yeah. Um, who were some of the favorite headliners you got to see at these um, at these festivals? Let's see here. Um, just like like played with Rage Against the Machine and Chili they Peppers. They were they were at that one. I did go see some of Rage Against the Machine. I was notably like pretty far away. We saw Bjork that year. She was really great. That was a cool performance to see. She had like a full kind of choir with her and. <laughs> You know, just a 
just a lot of musicians and I thought that was like a really impressive you know it's 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 hard to like hold down a big stage like that you know but I saw Willie Nelson that year nice yeah um that was cool um so what kind of beer does Danny DeVito drink (laughs) that I don't know (laughs) did you like that touring lifestyle um I think we we liked it for a while, you know, and then I think... How long would you be gone before you had to, you came back here to Minnesota? Were you living here in Twin Cities? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we all stayed living here um, all the time. Um, you know, the longer tours were probably six weeks, you know, maybe a little longer than that. And then we kind of started to intentionally try to break them up more um, because it just gets long. And, I mean, we did a couple tours with the bus here in the States or two or three, I don't know how many. Um, and that's better, but it's still not like, I don't know. Uh, you know, there, there's some of it that's, that's fun, you know, like in some cities that are really fun or you get to see a new place, but a lot of times you don't have the time that you would think you would have to like get to enjoy a place either, you know? (laughs) So. Um, so were you, were, you'd come back here and work too, or are you just full-time musician? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd work. Um, you know, I kept up kind of like I'd bartend part-time or, or, and I did remodeling work or kind of kept up some contacts I had within the trades, you know, to, to kind of, cause some of the, it depended on the year, you know, how much we toured. I don't think we ever toured as much as, again, as we did in 2006, and part of that's intentionally because it's like it's you don't want to burn out on it, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think we kind of like kind of got that dialed in a little more, um, and then and then just sort of like managing time at home versus time on the road. And um, but you know you got to be on the road to make money, so so we tried to do that too. <laughs> yeah. A um, couple more questions here before we wind around down on this part three with Matt Kretzman from Tapes and Tapes. Uh, David Letterman in 2006. Yeah. Can you tell us how that, like that whole experience, like, how was that? It was just very surreal, you know. Well, I guess I use that that adjective a lot on different things that we did because it, it was a series of, like, kind of surreal things. But, um, yeah, that one was just, you know, of course it was just, like, thrilling to, like, get the invitation to do it. Yeah, who told you? Um, your manager said, oh, you guys are playing Letterman, like right out of mm-hmm. a movie? Yeah, basically, yeah, the publicist, you know, from, from XL or Beggars, you know, lined it up, you know, and... Um, so, you know, we had, I think we'd started a tour with the future heads, uh, in Toronto or something like that. And then we drove down to New York and had a couple days there. Um, and you know, just, it's a weird, you know, TV in general is just a lot stiffer in terms of like production and like, um, you know, it's very regimented, um, you know, show up at this time, load in, you know, so we did that, we loaded in um got like a rehearsal you know got to run the song like twice and then they're like and they they do like the whole you know 
Paul Schaefer and his orchestra were there, and you know, Biff's the stage manager. I mean, it's all the people you see on TV, so it's kind of wow. that's kind of like weird, you know. But then Letterman actually. I don't think he re- rehearsed as kind of a general rule. So, like, someone's in there kind of blocking out his parts, you know, or blocking out, like, okay, now Dave does the segment with the animals or whatever. And then they're like, okay, now we go you. You get to run it twice. And then they're like, okay, tonight you'll come down. Then you do it once. You get one shot, and that's it. <laughs> like, I think unless, like, something completely disastrous would have happened, they're just like – you just get one shot, you know? <laughs> wow. So, but it's funny because, like, you go there then, I, I think we taped then around, like, 5 o'clock. So we came back and, like, it's like, you know, we got a little dressing room upstairs with, like, some deli meats and stuff like that. And, like, but it's kind of, like, it's a it's not a nice dressing room. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe it's different now, but, like, it, it, was, it was very, very low low frills kind of thing and then and then like someone comes up and gets you after the fur or for there's you know as a band there's are you watching the show in the yeah yeah so you could see it i think greg kinnear was the guest for that one he'd done like little miss sunshine or something like that and then they had some animal segment and then us you know and then it was like it just happens, and then they're just like, all right, load up your stuff and get out of here, basically, you know? Like, I mean, it's kind of like, it's not like, there's not like, you don't like sit around and revel in the Ed Sullivan Theater. It's kind of like, these people want to like go home and have dinner with their families, you know? Yeah. So it's like, that's that's totally makes sense, you know? So. Wow. So we uh, packed up and loaded out, and then, you know, the record company took us out for a nice dinner and everything like that, and we had a great, you know, fun night, you know? Um, I had a hard time finding it on YouTube. Yeah, I don't think they let their stuff. I don't think Letterman the show like lets too much. So how did the performance go in your eyes? Good. Yeah, it was fun. You know, like it. You know, I think we. Oh, the other thing we had, now that I remember too, it's like we had to we had to trim like thirty seconds off that song. So that was something that we'd rehearse before we went on that tour. I think if I had to do something like that, I'd have to stash the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just winging it, I have to stash the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it went really well. And, um, you know, yeah. And, and it was just weird. It was weird, too, because it's just like people people bring that up a lot, you know, and it's like it's, it's it, you know, it's a, it is a great experience and it's like it's a great, but it's like one, it's also one day, you know, like yeah. <laughs> it's one day in the span of like hundreds that, you know, we had as a band, you know, and it's like. But it was a big deal, and I think it was a big deal, you know, for people in Minneapolis, too, just because, you know, it just doesn't happen. I mean, it's happened more recently, I think, but it ha- I don't think it happened for a long time before that performance, you know, like it had been some time before some group from town had, had done that, so. Not many, I know that, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, so, yeah, no, it was, a, it was, it was great fun, you know, and just, you know, Everyone knows it, you know, so it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's... You can't take that away, yeah, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, so, so I guess, uh, so what's what's going on with you nowadays? What's going on with the band nowadays? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I've i got my, uh, my my day job, you know, running, running my business. Um, and then Eric and I, Eric's the bass player in the band. He and I have kind of had a recording project for probably the last five years or so called Monolux. It's like a ambient 
music project, basically, um, kind of meditative uh, recordings. So we've got um, two two of those records done, and a third one is pretty much done. We just have to mix it. So that'll probably come out this year. I for sure will. But we don't have any. <laughs> we have no audience. We have no. We don't. It's mostly like kind of a self-indulgent thing at this point. You know, we haven't sort of like mm-hmm. put it, you know, we don't. We don't want to play live per se, and you know, I don't know what I don't know how anyone sells music now. They don't. <laughs> yeah. So put put me on that list, you know, and be like, so we 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 made a website where you can like basically listen to it for free. I mean, it's on iTunes and stuff too, um, but you know, I <laughs> I get it, you know, like no one buys music, so it's like, but it's really good uh, sleeping music, so. Uh, yeah, it's fun. It's a fun little project. But yeah, as far as the tapes and tapes goes, like we, we're all still friends, you know, like we just like, we watch football together and like, we hang out, but like, it's just not like a, it's, we've had other things we've wanted to do, you know, with kind of. So did you guys like consciously break up then after a number of years or just kind of. No, we just kind of like slow, like we, we played a show. Our last show was was actually at the Twins game in probably 2014, I think. And it was like, you know, it was fun, you know, but we are just kind of like, eh, we're just not pushing it, you know. We're just like, I think everyone's, after after we finished our last big tour for, for outside, um, it was just kind of like, eh, we're not going to like keep trying to, push up the ladder, you know, like that, that was kind of like the, it wasn't like, oh, we're breaking up or this or that, you know, but it was just kind of like, eh, we got other stuff we should do. And I think too, like, I mean, for me, it was kind of like, I, you know, it's like if you work at a job for five years or something and like, you never get a raise, like, would you stay at that job? You know, it's like <laughs> sometimes, but you know, and it's not, it's not that, but it, we, we also had other things too that's like, I mean, I got married and it was like, I value being home and like having that kind of like stability and like, um, you know, it's just, it's hard to, hard to keep doing it, you know, and, and not like feel like you're getting traction, you know? Yeah. So. You ever thought about just picking up not a bar to be a yeah. Down the, <laughs> um, the blue door and jam for a while. Right, right. Playing sister, like just kind of a keyboard version. Yeah, no, like I say, I, I'm. There's no reason that I would rule out, you know, or any of us I don't think would rule out, you know, playing again. Like I said, we're all buddies, and you know, with a little bit of practice, we could probably <laughs> pull it back together again. Uh, uh, I don't know what the first practice would sound like, but um. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I can, I can certainly see the, see the possibility of it, but it, there's just no, you know, no, no one's beating down the door to have us play either, you know, and like, and I think we're just kind of like pretty happy floating around doing some other stuff too. You know, Josh has had his project, his solo project, Ginkgo and Ginkgo, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah. And Eric's got Tropical Depression and Jeremy, you know, plays in BB Gun and probably a bunch of other, he's, he's a great drummer. He plays with a lot of people, so awesome man he's gigging on a regular basis so at least one of us is gigging a lot you know <laughs> so for the story behind the song segment to wind it up do you mind if we spin one of your new 
like new piano yeah. songs or whatever yeah, and pump that. that a little bit. Yeah. So how do people get a hold of you as far as that or download that on iTunes? And what song would you like me to spin at the end? Yeah, it's uh it's monolux-usa.com is the website. Um and I think it's on iTunes is Monolux or Monolux USA, I can't remember. I think it's just Monolux. Um yeah, really, the the first song actually on that, I can't remember what we titled it, because we had just... Uh, I'll look it up right now as okay. we're talking yeah. on iTunes. Yeah, um, but it, we made a lot, the way that we basically record Monolux is kind of like, we create loops with a synthesizer, and then, um, you know, sometimes I'll play piano over it, or Eric plays some bass, or we like, do very minimal sort of like drum stuff, um, and just kind of organically layer things, and then and then it really becomes like as much like an editing project as like a recording project, you know. So yeah, Ascension. There you go. That's that's <laughs> that's that's the one that I was thinking of. Um, Sweet man. But it is kind of like that. That one in particular is is very uh, you know, it's it's sort of like uh, a good a good place to uh, kind of crawl into a dark corner and like just you know escape a little bit so nice yeah well check out monolux yeah on itunes this song ascension for sure uh matt kretzman thanks so much for being on the mark stereo music awesome. podcast man i really appreciate it thanks for all your stories and uh please check him out on itunes and and whatever so thanks again matt i sure appreciate it thank, thank you. you it was a lot of fun Stary Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you would like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Stary Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on the show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It can be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time.